You've met them in our pages, been inspired by their message. It's time for Take Two at Mishpacha.com. Reconnecting with the memorable personality across the Mishpacha world. Featuring Shmili Unger. Some backstage psychology. He wants to tell me that he enjoys my music and he doesn't even know how to tell me that. Unexpected hits. The latest project. album is going to be a little bit of a twist. How are you? How are you? How are you? We're catching up over here at com. Sometimes you interview people. We're also interviewed a lot of people over the years. Sometimes you connect with them. You think to yourself, this is somebody, even if it wasn't my job, I would want to eat kogel with this guy. I would want to chill. I hope you felt the same way about me. It was great to sit with you. You're honest. You're raw. You're real. And specifically, we spoke last time. You go up on stage. I've seen you at Chasnas. I've seen you at events. You light up a room, Baruch Hashem. You have a three-dimensional presence. You have an ability to light up everybody. And at the same time, when you talked, and this came through in the interview, you were very vulnerable. There was a lot of pain in your life, and you weren't afraid to talk about it, and you weren't scared to confront it. And the readers and the fans felt a certain connection with you because they're like, maybe that's why I like his music so much. He's a person like us who's been through things. Tell us a little bit about the decision to talk so openly about losing your father, about some of the things you went through in your life. Would you do it again today? Do you think it was a mistake? I don't really understand. You, you asked two questions. He asked. The first question was... Was that the right decision? At the time, you made a decision. Back then... It wasn't it was, a decision. It was a little bit of a gutsy thing to do, to talk so openly about different things. You see, that's your mistake. I didn't look at it that way. I didn't look at it like, I'm going to open up now. It's going to be guts. It's just, I guess, the person who I am. I like to have a conversation. I like to be honest about stuff. When I'm having a conversation, I like to know everything about the other person, and I let, I let everybody in. The feedback I got was tremendous from people who read it, and they said that you, had, you discussed in the last article, if you remember, that you'd been married and it hadn't worked, and right. for a couple of years you were singing after yeah. you had being married, and you were describing the feeling of holding a microphone and looking at a chassan and a kala and lighting up the whole room and lifting everybody up, thinking to yourself, and I'm going home alone yes. to my basement apartment all by myself. And people read that line, and they're like, wow, that's how Shmuel Younger reaches people. Because it's not just check, 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 saying, go home. Uh-huh. You're feeling it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, singing, music is all about emotion. It's all about feelings and it's all about giving out whatever is inside of you and making sure that the people listening, that, you know, it's uh, what they say. Nivahari saying, as a Sikim Taros from the hearts, got to Saran and hearts. There you go. He said, that's why you're the writer. <laughs> Even when you talk, it goes into people's hearts. And when you sing, especially, you sing a song, and also is in the vet, there's a lot of, a lot of emotion and a lot, a lot of maybe pain sometimes. That was years ago when we did that article. Was when you came out with your Shmili too? It was when I would say about three years ago. It was Purim time, two and a half years ago. I think it was Machabrocha. It wasn't Shmili. It was Machabrocha? You didn't pick me well, up Shmili until Machabrocha. was the first one. <laughs> yeah. You know, we gotta wait to see that you're a winner. I'm not gonna, <laughs> gotta hedge my bets. I don't, I'm not gonna gamble. Baruch Hashem, Machabrocha, you're ready to win. It was Machabrocha. It was Purim Machabrocha time. Was two and a half years ago? Maybe at 2018. Baruch Hashem. Your career has been doing beautifully, and, and like I said, I've seen you all over since then. My question, are you still, do you find it that easy to connect with people still? You don't run a risk of just, you know, going, checking the boxes, doing a performance and going home? You're still able to summon up that authenticity, that realness every night? I guess so. Like I started saying, it's not a conscious decision that I'm making all the time. I'm going to be open, I'm going to be vulnerable, I'm going to make the connection. I'm just doing it. I have a, a wedding. I'm going to go to the wedding. Sometimes I, I even told you, I'm not in the best mood, but when I get into the hall and I, I pick up the microphone, I start singing, I get in a good mood. 
And I just, I just think, I just, I just do it. You, you are putting it like in a question. But you're, you're very unique because you're a big superstar. You're saying great. I've seen you, but I've seen you on stage too. I'm very unique because I'm a superstar. No, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Where were you by Shmili too? Listen, listen, listen. I was so unique then. I'm saying, I'm going to tell you an example. Corona. So you're in the street, it's not a secret. A lot of people got really hit hard and somebody's counting on it. And it's easy to say, oh, they make so much money. It doesn't make a difference. You got to pay a mortgage. You got a family to feed. Everybody has their own chashbainas. And to see your parasol gigs wiped out for a month, two months, three months is a serious thing. There's a singer I called, an amazing singer and a good friend of mine. I called him up. I said, could you write a piece for the magazine from Mishpacha about what it's been like for your industry? So he says, no. I said, why? He goes, I don't have, I don't have challenges. I'm a big singer. Kilu, you're gonna have to. You're gonna tell me the singer's name. <laughs> Kilu, no, I'm not. But the, it, it, for my brand, Kilu, he was saying, I'm that guy. I'm that superstar. I'm that rock star. Go to a secular singer. They're never going to a magazine and saying it was a rough few months for me because I didn't have gigs. Right. I'm much bigger than that. He's why would I do that to myself? And I, I respected it. I don't see that if I would have asked you. Louis, you were able to write English, and I would have asked you <laughs> that you would have had that answer. Like I said, I've seen you on stage doing selfies with the crowd. You never lost your ability to. To be human, right? Something you work on, or just it's not something I work on. No, it's, I'm, I'm not being a Balgava. I'm saying it's not something I, I work on. A lot of other stuff I'm not perfect at, but this comes to me naturally. I don't know how I'm thinking. Maybe from my mother, just comes to me naturally. Sometimes I gotta fake it. It, it doesn't come to me so natural. Like before we start the second dance, I want to get the crowd, you know, excited. Like, let's come to the dance floor, being misamach with Sankala. Every time I, I would do such a thing, I don't do it every night, but sometimes there's friends of the Husn or brothers, do that, do that thing you did over there. So it's like, I must do it, but I'm not feeling it. So that's when I got to fake it. I just got to... You don't appreciate people do that. that, that I saw it, you has to be, it has to be in the right time and the right place. I can't just, tonight, do the thing that you did three weeks ago. You know, three weeks ago, there was ten times more people at the wedding. There was a much bigger band. And I don't know. It, it, yeah, it was, it was a massive. It's all in the ear. And sometimes I get to a wedding. It's not such a, not so much friends or not so much, not, not, not such a big family. Well, you're and, not in that place. Or I'm not in that place. Exactly. And just to put myself there, people won't know the difference if I fake it or if I'm for real. But I will know it and it will take everything. It takes everything out of me. I even feel myself turning like red. Like, oh my God, what are you doing? Well, okay, this is my job. This is my panusa. I got to do this today. Have you been evolving and changing in the way you sing itself? Have you? Have you yes. Tell me. Yes, yes. The way uh, I pronounce words, it's very, very important. I, I see it more by the albums than on live. On live jobs, you just sing. But on the albums, when you, you say, you sing a song, you can't just say, illu, illu. you got to say, Illu, illu, illu. Illi, illi, illi. No salu ni yesatuiri. 
There's a llama, there's an olive, there's you a kumut. You work kumuts. with somebody, there's a coach who does this with you? I do it with my producer. He tells me when I'm recording in the studio, Naftali, Naftali Schnitzer, he says, say this word, say more regesh. You're not saying let me hear it. So that's in the pronunciation. And then also voice lessons, the way I use my voice. I have a voice teacher's name is Shimon Kohn. I started seeing him a year ago around and I think I've been to five different voice teachers and I never believed in it. I just did it because it's something I was supposed to do. I'm a singer, I got a voice lesson. I always thought it's a scam. They're all a bunch of phonies or wee wee or whatever. And I realized by Shimon Cohen, he's a Hasidic guy. I realized by him that the reason I, I thought it's a phony scam till now is because I didn't have, it wasn't such good chemistry between me and the teacher. I had a teacher who, who is uh, Mexican, so it wasn't so clear. I, there was no, not, not such a good understanding. And a lot of times I would just say, like, yes, yes, I get it, just not to be in the place where there's confusion. But by Shimon Kohn, I understand when he talks to me Yiddish and he says, do like this and feel a shape. And, you know, so si, the way I pronounce the words and, si, the, and also the way I use my you voice. You just mentioned something interesting. Keeps them evolving. People in the world today are very busy with their brand. Everything has to be a brand. And has there anybody giving you advice to be less Hasidish, more Hasidish? Yeah, all the time. Because you're really a Hasidish guy. All this the is time. who you are. Yes. All the time I have people giving me ideas and itzes and rayonas. I should do this. And I accept it. I always like to hear from people what they say, but it's also, it's, it's the way people say it. And there can be a person, he's a nice guy, but he, he doesn't have, he can't bring himself to come up to you and say something. So he has to be a oiberchuchem. So he has to come like with an insult or like to get my attention. And, and they don't realize uh, if you come to me and instead of saying like, wow, oh, Shmili, you know, I enjoy your music. I love your music. You come up and you say, um, you remember that gig you did? That wasn't your best gig. You know, it wasn't so. And maybe it wasn't so because I'm not a robot. I'm not a machine. Every diet is different, you know. So and maybe I can even remember of the wedding the guy is talking about. And maybe a taco wasn't so the best. But how, how, how do I got to, you know, continue this conversation? I'm not in the mood of talking to the guy. I don't want to have kiggle with him. I don't want to hear his ideas. I, he has nothing to offer me other than he wants to tell me that he enjoys my music and he doesn't even know how to tell me that. So he has to be an Oibachuchem. So people always come over, and, but it's the way. Yeah, it's it's the amazing because you're really a little bit of a psychologist because you're right. It's <laughs> posh that the person is looking for a way to connect with you and he doesn't have the guts to yes. just say a nice word. You once told me something so beautiful. I think about it all the time that sometimes you see a kid who wants to ask you for a selfie or autograph and he's too shy. And you see him like lingering and yes, having it finally. Yes. And you, see you always tell him, ah, thank you for coming over. Yes. So, you I know, stick with it. I encourage, yes, I encourage it. I encourage it because people are afraid. I remember the first time I saw Betty Weber. I was in Monroe. He maybe re only released his first album. He was, it was nothing like it was today. It was probably in 2010. Really, he still lived in Monroe. And I saw him in the grocery and he was checking out and I was walking in and it made such an impression on me. I was thinking to myself, it's, it's Betty Weber. I, I got to tell him, I got to ask him. Should I tell him I'm also a singer? Should I, should, you know, what should be the question? Yeah, what, what, how, yes, how do I go about this? And Lamasa, I, I didn't have the guts to go over, he went hey. home, but the impression stayed with me that I saw him 
and I remember it. So I got to remember that, that when I'm in some place and somebody else sees me, that the same thing is happening to that guy. You understand? It's so interesting because besides any time people see a celebrity or somebody famous that makes a very strong impression, mm -hmm. especially with music, because it's, they know you much better than you know them. Because you think music, they know me. No, I'm saying they, they have They know Shmili Unger, the your singer. Your music really affects people. So maybe they're alone in the car on a bad day. Maybe they're going for a doctor's appointment. Or to a mm -hmm. And so they see you. They're, they're connected and you know, they look at you as something so alive to them. That's, you see, I didn't think about that. That's right. That's right. So th they think they know me, but it doesn't matter if they think so or, or, or if they really believe they know me. But they listen to the music and they get inspired and they feel some kind of connection. And then when they see me, it's more than just seeing that they, they want. I understand what you're saying. Since the last time we met, Baruch Shami became a father. Oh, Tell, how did that change you personally and musically? It still changes me. It still changes me. It, it gives me something to, you know, when I'm, in a, when, like, I'm in a bad mood or whatever, I'm not feeling it. The way to, for me to get out of that place is gratitude. If I start thinking, let's say I start thinking, oh my God, what's going to be with Panus? I don't have money. I need to buy a house. I need, I know people thinking he's making so much, but it's in the head. So then I think to myself, you know, wh wh why do you feel so tight? Because you don't have any money, but wh where's the money going? It's my kids, it's for my wife, it's for the mortgage, it's, I have a house, I have a car to go to places. So you get to the place of having gratitude and that usually puts you in a good mood. So my kids, my kids are everything. It changes me every day, every day. What are their names? It's Yankee and Ricky, yes. Yankee and Ricky. Yankee is after my father and Ricky wow. is after my shvigar's mother. That must have been very powerful to name a baby for your father. I thought it was going to be very powerful, but it's, all, it's normal. <laughs> it's okay. No, I thought to myself, I'm going to give my father's name. Every time I'm going to call them, I'm going to think about my father. Maybe I shouldn't give my father's name. I don't. Do you think to them? Uh, no, not so much. Uh, how did it change you musically? You feel like? It's more depth. It's just more understanding. I get older. It's, as, as you get older, you understand more. It's just, like, like I said, depth. It's more depth. You said something, I wanted to ask you a question. You said that you saw Barry Weber, you were a kid in Monroe, and ah, is there anybody now who would have that effect on you? Is there anybody today that would still do that to you, or is it? Morty Shapiro, if I see Morty Shapiro. Morty, I think he's very, you ever heard him sing? You like how he sings? I love how he sings. I, I, think, I think there's no, in our he history. He has something in common with you. He's not afraid to be human on stage. He lets himself go. He's in, he's all in. He's not, again, he's not just singing out. He's not singing to the people, he's singing with the people. Yes. He's, Right, he's feeling, he's feeling the music. Yeah. I have a lot to learn from him also because he's, I'm not so musical. People think I'm musical, I'm not. I, I can know if, if it's a good chord or if it's a bad chord. I have taste. When somebody would send me a song, I remember, there's this thing called Mavasir, called Kishroinus. And people call in and they, give, they, they, they make songs, they compose songs, and they, there's three judges and they judge the songs. And one week, one of the judges had to cancel out, so they asked me if I can fill in as a substitute. I had time, I told them yes. I didn't want to do it because I don't feel like, I, I'm not a judge. Because the other two guys were Moshe Laufer and, and JJ Fried. They're producers and they're arrangers, they have an understanding to music. I, I, just, I, I have my taste, is all I have. I listen to a song and I can see if I like it, I can see if I don't like it. And I will tell you, if I don't like it, I will tell you. And, and I was on the panel over there and I didn't like any of the songs. And because it, wasn't, it was not any great songs, it was just Bukharam. It was nice, it was a good program, but it was nothing real. 
and people were upset with me. Like, you can't give a compliment, you can't. So then I told him, see, I told you I shouldn't You're have been there. You're a tough crowd, man. You're surrounded by tough people. A lot, a lot of criticism. Do you hear songs like that you've used and said right away, this is a winner? You, are you able to do that? I remember a song, you know a song, Vayehi, Vayehi, Bishurun Melech. It was, he, he wrote it for me, what's his name? I forgot his name. He sent it to me. I, I saw it's a hit, I liked it, but it was Bashmili too still, and I didn't feel I can do Vayhubi Shurin Melech in the Hebrew style, I gotta be more Hasidish. And Barry Weber came into the studio and he heard it and he said, I must, I love the song. I told him, go ahead, take it, it's yours. So I remember that song. He said, you wanna know if a song I heard and I knew it was gonna become a hit, and then it became a hit? Or, or Fakat, songs that you... Yeah, Fakat I have a lot, Bitchu, the song Bitchu. Didn't like no and I, I I never did a song I didn't like I only do songs that I like but seeing if it's gonna become I like yeah it's good out there the government even it was a little bit of a twist but I didn't think it's gonna become a hit and people are gonna love it I liked it So Bitchu became it. Lekuvat Shabbos Kodesh. I didn't Bitchu, think... Uh, words have a lot to do with that, no? Yes, absolutely. English, it's beautiful words. Yes. It says something. Yes, it Lekuvat does. Shabbos Kodesh, for sure. Yes. We had no, no, but Lekuvat Shabbos, I did not believe... We had it in the magazine last week. I don't know if you saw Mishpacha. Somebody said, it, they had, like, in the summer, different head counselors. Like, they asked them questions. Which songs... They said, which song could you sing anytime Shabbos in the dining room and you're going to light up the whole... Mm. So he said, the cover Shabbos Kaitish okay. always. Never fail. He could jump up on a bench <laughs> and start and the whole place is on fire. That's nice. Lekuvat Shabbos, the reason I took it, we had like a big vision for it. It's going to start. But by Lekuvat Shabbos, I, I had a vision that the whole, the whole hall, the Bukharam, would just, instead of dancing, by Lekuvat, they would just take a break. Shabbos, code, everybody look over, just really feel it. And then we go into the high part and we start dancing again. That was the vision for it. But it, it didn't really work out. People just danced throughout the whole thing. But that was the reason I put it on. Not because it's going to be a hit. And we put it track nine. Like, we, we, we filled up the album. I remember like a few weeks before the album came out, Naftali says he's having a hard time mixing this song. Nobody's understanding what he wants to hear. And he's thinking maybe it's, it should go out, it, it can't be here. And I was already on board, you know, it's three weeks before making a master, nobody has koich and we just want to see it out. So I was quickly on board saying, yes, okay, you don't think it's going to be? All right, out. And Hershey Weinberger was there in the story and he says, no, 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 it's a good song. It's the whole picture, Macha Brucha, Doin Oilam, and there's Laman Das. We need this Leibadiga song to fit the puzzle. And we started talking, Naftali became in a better mood, we got him in it and it went on, but it almost went off.
asking if, if there are songs I didn't think is going to become it. I didn't think. Machabrocha. So Machabrocha, Sruli Meir begged me. He begged me, he said, Shmili, you want to you wanna step out of the kid shoes and step into the daddy shoes? You got to make Machabrocha and you got to name it Machabrocha. And I just, now it makes sense. I just spoke to somebody before. He says, Machabrocha, such a good idea. It's really great. And I told him, you know, a year before I came out with this, I would ask you, should I give a name Machabrocha? Or, you know, Yevurach. Yeah. You would say, Yevurach. Machabruch is like a kid's CD, like Uncle Moishe. Stay away from that. But Sruli was fighting and fighting and fighting for it. And, and it did. It, 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 it's an amazing thing. Maybe by the Hasidim, it's not, they're not so comfortable. But in Flatbush and Crown Heights and, and the Five Towns and that areas, Machabruch became something really special. <laughs> What are you busy with now? Now we're doing a Hasidish album. What does that mean? Oh, it's a good question. I did Hasidish album still now. But till now I sang the Yeshiva <laughs> Shavura. <laughs> you, you a, it wasn't a modern Orthodox album, but no. exactly. <laughs> relax, yeah. It was modern Orthodox, but it was, it was Yeshivish a little bit. You mean your Havara, the your reflection. Yes, the Havura. And also, I, I, there's a lot of songs. There was, I, I, I was inspired to put in Yiddish lyrics because it brings out the message. But I was told to do otherwise because you want to appeal to the big crowd. Don't put in Yiddish. Keep it to the psikim. Keep it simple. These two things mainly, when I say a Hasidish album, is going to be Hasidish Avura, meaning I'm going to be comfortable singing it. Because the other one I sing, Rachmanadiyone. It, it took me so long at first because there's Eli Gerstner, right? And he is, Yivarech has base Yisrael. It's really ra. And then there's, there's the Jesse Yeshivish, Yevoreich has base Yisrael. And there's Hasidish, Yevoreich has base Yisrael. So there's, there's always uh, degrees in how those. So you're saying now, this time, you're done. You're doing it my way. Exactly. And I, I would tell Naftali in the, in the studio, why am I, I'm having such a rough time. Let's just do it Hasidish. And he said, no, you got to appeal to Marketing, a, a bigger that, crowd. Yeah. And maybe he was right, maybe not. But that's what we did then. And, I and, and now I decided we're doing just strictly Hasidish. If Mati Steinmetz can do it and Azakani can do it, I can do, I can do it too. Beauty. And that's also because I've grown. I, I, I see the people who listen to me sing. They don't care if, if, if it's Hasidish, if it's Yeshivish. So I do what's easier for me and what's, what, what's inborn. And also if, it's, if, if there's like in a song a message in Yiddish, I would do it in You're Yiddish. No, 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 no. And Hebrew, Hebrew is out. English song is out. There's more clarity. Verstehst? It's going to be a Hasidish album and it's going to be a little bit of a twist. It's going to be something nice because there's a few old songs, but not complete five minute tracks, just small. It's, it's going to be very, very colorful. You put out an album this year, earlier in the year, and you sang pretty much oldies. You sang a lot of other songs too. You're talking about the, uh, the on stage. Right. Yes, there was a, and it was a big oldies. success. Yes, it was a great, great success. I, I told you then, I, I left you a message. You sang a song, the Heim Yes. And well, nobody could do justice to that. It's too fatsaitis. Don't touch it. And you somehow you made it 2020, 2019. <laughs> I guess so. It's a kayak to be able to take such a song, such a, a song. Zaydi song, uh, to be able to give a new life is a, is a kayak. So you are able to do that too, to respect the past and give it a, a twist that works. 
I guess so. But on stage, I also, I felt free to do what I want to do. And we came to the Kumzit part and I, I thought to myself, what Kumzit song do I like? And I, I just like this song. So you just did it. I just yeah. did it. And it was surprising for me that Hershey and Naftali both knew it and both were on, on page, on the, on the same, on, you know. Now, now you're doing it your way. You're following your instincts. And you're yes. Not now, even though there is a big appeal, you see, in Hebrew, in Israeli music, even, you know, you don't care. That is there a big appeal? I don't know. Only Yisharibo, that's who I'm talking Forget about. Forget about Yisharibo, but you see, you see, you see Yitzhi Waldner making albums with uh, Uri Davidi, Moshe Tischler, Mordechai Shapiro, Benny Friedman even, those guys in the last few albums, it was very much Hebrew. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because you're, you're saying there's appeal. I don't think so. You think people love it? I, I think that Yishe Rebo got into everybody's mind. Forget about Yishe. Yishe Rebo is an Israeli. I'm right, talking about the saying local saying something's people. going on that that's, and somehow he's in everybody's brain, right? He makes up a song. Ten minutes later, everybody in America knows it. What's going on? He's a little French guy from, from Baifagan. Well, how did that happen? So I think that it made certain singers rethink things. So you're taking that rethinking nothing. I don't think, I don't think so. For me, for me, it didn't. I mean, I like Shweki stuff when it did Mamim Benissim. Shweki can pull it off, but I, I'm, I'm looking at all these new artists, so to say. You're not seeing it. You're seeing that they're just copying and they're Yeah, trying. they don't know what they're doing. They're just, okay, the Hebrew is now the hack. We'll do Hebrew. And I got it. Just okay, so you were also young once when you people were talking. Absolutely. I, so I did Yeshiva Shavuot. Right, so I you're saying, exactly, I got it. So that's what I'm trying to say. So now you're a big boy and you're saying, die, enough. There's always room to grow. Enough. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure my myself out. I'm trying to figure myself out. Like when, when even Hershey Weinberger shows me a song. He says, I composed it. Back in the day, I would just listen to it and I would try to think, is it good? Is it not good? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't just be my Samalalev. What do I feel? What does it do for me? I, I couldn't get to that place. It just it didn't work. Now it's, it's, it's happening more. I, I listen to a song and I can, I can, I can be in touch with myself. And if, I, if, I, if it doesn't do anything for me, I can tell the guy, it's a nice song. Just, I don't think it's for me. Well, I can it. even like, there's a song now, it's called Parsha. You know it? So it's a Hershey Weinberger song and it's a very, it's very catchy, especially with the Bukharam, Anaya Parsha, it's a new Parsha. And the kids come home from school, so he's combining it to make a song, and then the, the lyrics is how much we suffer, and there's a new parsha, he, he, he brought it to me, and I, I saw that it's something there, but I also, I also felt that it's not my message. It's not for me. Beautiful. You understand? I think that you were like introduced to Shmuel Younger for the first time. You finally got to understand who you are. Right. And yes. now Shmuel Younger's talking. Yeah, it's happening every day more and more. It's just everybody, not just me. People grow and people get to know Amazing. themselves better. Amazing. Mm. Amazing what a good therapist can do. Huh? <laughs> Shmuel, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. It's, yes, it's great to sit with you always.